Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, there's a real problem going on here, and it deals with cutting yourself while shaving. But we've got a solution, and it's Manscaped. You've heard us talk about it for years, and you know it's trusted by over 2 million worldwide. You should know that using code DNVR gets you 20% off, plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Those days of going down to the basement and having it play out like a scene from a horror movie are over. The folks at Manscaped have the perfect package for your perfect package to get this all done. It's called the Performance Package, and inside you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Liquid Formulations, as well as two free gifts. Spoiler, one is the most comfortable pair of undies you will ever own. So spend spooky season using the best tools for the job at Manscaped, using code DNVR for free shipping, and more importantly, 20% off. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee, now offering CBD-infused decaf coffee as well. First-time users, remember to use code DNVR25 for 25% off your first purchase of Strava Craft Coffee. I am your host, Patrick Lyons, joined, as always, every week, our buddy, Drew Goodman of the Drew Goodman Podcast, amongst other things. You wear many hats, don't you, Drew? Uh, uh, a couple, I guess. A couple, I guess. How you been, man? You doing all right? We're doing well. We're doing well over here. We've got some some big Rockies news, and you've got a big interview this week on the, the podcast, and I'm, I'm very excited to listen for it when it drops Thursday morning. 
Yeah, b- uh, Buddy's going to join uh, join me. He already did. We taped it uh, actually earlier today. Buddy Black. Um, we it's almost uh, Patrick. I was telling you earlier. It's almost become like a, a an annual thing. I think we've done it two or three years in a row. Where Buddy's, you know, uh, driving back from his Denver home to his home in in outside of San Diego. And it's a great time that he that he can decompress, and uh, it's always good visiting with him and talking with him about you know what transpired during the seasons and uh, during the season and what you know what went well, what needs to improve uh, clearly. And it was a wide ranging conversation, and you know because you you see Buddy all the time, he's always very entertaining and he's forthright, man. He's he's really uh, I used his term last week with the interview with Trevor. Um, he, he's very candid. I mean, that's buddy. And, you know, he didn't, uh, you know, pull any punches as to where they need to get better. And, um, so, uh, I, I think people will find it, uh, a really nice, um, synopsis of the season, but a, um, a, a deep dive in terms of not just, a kind of, a a passing glance look at the, uh, at the season. So that'll, yeah, that'll drop on, uh, on Thursday seems like just yesterday the Dodgers were coming to town opening day outside the park home run with Cody Bellinger passing Justin Turner they they win opening day and you've got the whole season to look ahead and here we are it's it's over and done with so it's it's interesting to hear how how buddy feels about you know all, all kinds of various topics from this season Trevor Story you know possibly leaving the fray John Gray you know Charlie Blackman another year older and the guy that emerged this year at second base, Brendan Rodgers, and if he'll even slide over to shortstop and take over Story's position there. Yeah, we talk about all those things, and in particular, we talk uh, in depth about whether or not uh, Brendan Rodgers should move to short and and what that would mean for him. And Buddy had some interesting things to say, really did, and maybe and maybe for some some surprising things. Uh, so there's your tease on that. By the way, you mentioned Bellinger. And I had forgotten because it seemed like 17 years ago that he did pass Turner. <clears throat> Excuse me. And maybe that's what went wrong with his season, Patrick. Maybe you've uncovered it. They're going to need him, by the way, with the injury to Muncie. And he's been swinging it a little bit better, but they're going to need him now. We'll, we'll talk about the National League wildcard game. I, I submit that that wasn't where maybe things got off the rails in a sense, it was really the next night when the cat came out. When the cat started running around Coors Field, that was the thing that jinxed the season, I think, in, in many ways. And so that's that's the one. We don't we don't we might need to get a t-shirt with that cat on it. We we may have dropped the ball. It was six months ago now, but shoot, that's crazy. That that's one of the things that this season's going to be remembered for, at least by a certain, you know, section of, of the fan base is hey, remember that cat on Coors Field? That was pretty wild. Yeah, there was a combination of both. Clearly, it was uh, passing Turner, and then the next night, the cat coming out of wherever that cat lives or lived. Yeah, that, that apparently the ballpark cats are a very, you know, common theme around baseball and in stadiums to keep uh, all the various vermin at bay. So uh, that's a fun little. Where's Waldo? If you next time you're out at a Rockies game. Maybe you'll notice a cat. I, they they keep them away from the concourse. I think they know to to stay away from there. But uh, a lot of different people and a lot of different creatures have jobs at Coors Field that uh, we might not realize. 
Uh, very nicely done, by the way. It's the first baseball bod- podcast that I've been involved with where uh, the term vermin was also um, on display. If if we were a little further south, I might have said varmint, you know, Yosemite mm-hmm. Sam style. But as sure. it were, we're we're here in Colorado and we're, you know, here on the on the brink of Antonio Senzatella and CJ Crone. I mean, two pretty big moves to start this offseason, you know, almost hours before you can do anything. Because once the postseason begins, you're kind of at, at a standstill. You can't really announce any moves. So good on Bill Schmidt for locking up Senzatella and CJ Crone here. Yeah, and, and I know that a lot of people are going to say, of course, Goodman's going to take the following position that I'm about to take. Um, and, and let me begin with, uh, you know, I've known Billy Schmidt for a long time. He's been with the organization since 99, so I've known him since 99. Billy Billy Schmidt is, a, is widely respected in baseball circles, widely uh, known, widely respected, and he deserves an opportunity. Uh, he's not his predecessor. Um, he, he's his own man and he deserves the opportunity, uh, to lead the club and to try to put a stamp on what his vision is going forward. He's an open-minded guy. He's a a unifier. It's something he said initially when he, when he was kind of given the interim tag, if you will, he wants everybody pulling on the rope in the same direction. It's a, uh, a reference he made on a couple of occasions. I know people and understand this sentiment. Oh, the Rockies didn't go outside the organization again. Uh, that is how they operate. They um, have people that they like inside the walls, and they tend to stay with inside inside the walls. Uh, you may not like that. You may not agree with it. Um, it may not be as open minded as. Um, other organizations where you believe they should be. That is all fair criticism. However, in the, you have to look at Billy Schmidt as an individual and not necessarily just a byproduct of that. And I think now looking at within, what, 48 hours, 36 hours, Patrick, at the end of the season, I haven't read any other deals going on in Major League Baseball. The only news yesterday was the Mets um, not uh, – you know, keeping Luis Rojas, which was not, you know, some great revelation with as disappointing as the Mets season um, was and their new ownership. I don't think that was a surprise. But the fact that the Rockies um, sewed up a good pitcher in Senzatella, who's 26 for five years, and C.J. Crone, who was their uh, most impactful offensive player for a couple of years, um, immediately, I, I, I think that's a, a, a real positive and it speaks to a general manager that has a game plan and has a checklist of things that he wants to get done. And so uh, I, I think those are all really positive signs. Saturday, the interim title was removed from, from Bill Schmidt taking over for Jeff Breidich uh, on, on May 3rd after uh, Breidich resigned. And, you know, you're right. He, he does need some, some time and, and some opportunity to, to show what he can do. I mean, at the trade deadline, a lot of people frustrated about there not being any movement on a Trevor Story or other impending free agents, and you you think maybe this is going to be more of the same. But you know, to your point about giving him a chance, we see what he's done now here with with the, that interim tag taken off, and say, okay, now it's your job. This is your ship to steer. He's going out and immediately making an impact, spending some money, 
shoring up the starting rotation and you say, okay, there is going to be a lot more here than, than maybe meets the eye. He's been around the, the ballpark a lot more than we saw from the last guy in charge. And I think that's been part of that breath of fresh air is, is seeing him there. And as you said, getting all the guys pull on the rope in the same direction. And I think since, you know, he's helped orchestrate all these drafts over the last, you know, 15 plus years, it's, it really is a guy in charge that's been there from the beginning. And it's, it's the same message going throughout the organization. Uh, Billy is a guy, Patrick, that, you know, he's, he's easy to be around. Um, uh, I think the, the players feel that nobody wants to, you know, no player wants to feel uncomfortable when the big boss is around. Right. Um, and, and, you know, was able to pull it off. I, I mentioned him on the DNVR podcast last week, and I mentioned him on my own uh, podcast. I think I probably mentioned him during the ball games uh, on AT&T a couple of times with the Rockies playing the Nationals. And that's Mike Rizzo. Mike Rizzo is the most uh, omnipresent general manager that I could think of in Major League Baseball. He's always around the cage every day, home and road. And Billy's been that guy. And if you are that guy, you know, there, there's got to be a smile on your face. It can't be, oh, again, oh, no, the, the teacher just came back to the classroom type of thing, and he makes people uneasy. Um, Billy, Billy doesn't do that. And um, he's going he's gonna to be hands-on. He has a really good relationship with Buddy. They go back to the mid-'90s when they worked together uh, in Cleveland. I think it will be the proper mix of understanding analytics, and I want to point something out also that a lot of people may not realize um, in, in one moment, but also a, a mix of the analytics, Patrick, and also a, a mix of, you know, I'm kind of an old school guy and he, you know, he he's a little bit old school also, but he's not a dinosaur by any stretch. The Rockies are beefing up their analytics department. I know you guys had reported on it. We've mentioned it that, um, you know, the, the guy that that's come in to um, head that up came from the nationals organization interestingly and he's already made several hires there's a guy from tampa um, that was just hired um, from all reports really well thought of people outside the organization uh coming aboard so yes the general manager came from within the walls but uh, a number of new hires and there are more to come from what i understand um, are coming from actually actually outside the walls and other uh, teams uh, in Major League Baseball. I love the comparison to a Mike Rizzo, who coincidentally, both Schmidt and Rizzo born in in 1960, so they have that you know quite literally the same old school background uh, in in that capacity. But you know, because players are are able to just you know speak a lot more freely to Schmidt and communicate things. You know, things don't get lost in translation. You know, if there's something that the players feel they need for their training. Uh, or, or just any of those little changes, you know, he's, he's on the ground, like he's, he's there and it doesn't have to go up the communication chain. He's there and it's, and it's not intimidating in any capacity. And I think that's something that really uh, is going to work well for the organization. Yeah. And Patrick, uh, you know, to pick up on your thought there, think about free agency, free agency is recruiting, right? I mean, you're going to, you're, ma- you're going to make a presentation. If somebody's really well thought of, there's going to be competition, Right. If you if you really want them and feel like that individual can help your club, chances are there's several other clubs that feel the same way. And so, how do you land that guy? It's same thing with the you know the star high school quarterback, and he's being recruited by Alabama and Florida, Georgia, and Ohio State, and Texas, and Southern Cal, and, and Colorado. 
all right, well, how does Colorado overcome Alabama and Ohio State and all the blue bloods, right? Well, um, the Rockies, when it comes to, you know, position players are going to sell Coors Field. and They're going to sell, hey, we don't have to be as far away from the Giants and the Dodgers as many people think. And the lead recruiters are going to be your general manager um, in, in large measure initially. And, you know, with with a nice assist from hopefully uh, one of the most affable and uh, likable people in baseball in your field manager, Buddy Black. So I think, you know, let's not lose sight of that. That's a really important element and something that's going to be important um, as, as Billy Schmidt talks to agents and and talks to players that they're going to flirt with and, and hopefully uh, have success in bringing in the fold in the offseason. Hey, you already know Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. But did you know we have an official seltzer? Yes, Breckenridge Brewery and their good company hard seltzer is now available at the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax and York. And yes, somehow we're able to keep it in stock, but just barely. If you're not having your hard seltzers at the DNVR bar, you can get a 15-can sampler, which we've aptly named the Tap Pack, in honor of of the Rockies number 15, Rymel Tapia. You can get your 15-can sampler of hard seltzers at King Supers, Costco, just about anywhere. That's Breckenridge Brewery's Good Company Hard Seltzer, an easy choice for great company. Another great choice is DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a Week 5 offer every football fan should jump on. New customers can bet just $1 on an any any NFL game to win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Yes, a point. One point. Did you know the last 0-0 tie in the NFL was 1943? That was 24 years before the first Super Bowl. This is a no-brainer. DraftKings customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. My DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week is the Los Angeles Dodgers over the St. Louis Cardinals in the NL wildcard game. Sorry, not sorry. Because I want you to win some money. And if you choose the Dodgers with an alternate run line of minus two, it actually pays plus 130. That's right. The overwhelming favorite in the NL wildcard game is plus 130 with an alternate run line of negative two. So lock it in today with my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week, Dodgers minus two. And jumping off on the free agent market, Schmidt essentially goes out and adds two free agents, one quite literally in CJ Crone, who uh, would have been out on the market starting at the the end of the official season right there in the in the beginning of November, but now 
Uh, he won't be hitting the market, a two-year deal, which is a perfect length of time. I thought, you know, in some ways with how great he played this season, slightly slow start there in the, the first couple weeks of April, but August player of the month in the National League, I thought in a way he may have even played himself out of Colorado, maybe too rich, you know, for Colorado's blood at that point with some other people circling the waters. Maybe he would have needed to add a third year to extend it, but no, they kind of get him in a nice little sweet spot as they wait for Michael Toglia to get ready. Yeah, they have guys coming that they're really excited about, particularly, you know, in the lower minor leagues. Um, I talked to Buddy a little bit about that uh, as well today. And I think two years for him is a honey spot. And uh, forgive me, I got allergies today. But um, I, I think that's a, a real sweet spot. And for C.J. Crowen, good, good for C.J. in that, He's had years that suggested he ought to get a multi-year deal, the 30 home run year in Tampa. He had a 25 uh, home run year a couple seasons back. Uh, he's a Western guy. Uh, he is really well-liked in the clubhouse. Um, we haven't seen it as much, Patrick, because our interactions are not as um, numerous as in previous years for all of us. Uh, but he's evidently a really funny guy. And – his performance on the field got better and better. I thought he was, you know, solid average defensively. Um, and offensively, he had an OPS right around 900. And he he's comfortable hitting in the middle of that lineup. So I thought it was great. It's not gonna, it's not, a, it's not one of those onerous signings that you thought it may become if, oh man, he played himself into a three or even a four year deal. And maybe if it doesn't work out, you know, two years down the road, you're like, man, you, you still own that guy for another couple of years. I think that's every team's biggest fear when they do a long range deal. Um, the Sensatella one's five years, but he's 26 years of age. He's been a Rocky since he was 16. You know what you're getting. You know the toughness. You know the makeup. You know um, all of those other intangibles. So I don't have an issue with that one either. I think it's I think it's a great one, actually. Yeah, Crone re-upping, just, I think it sends a message to a lot of other free agents that, hey, you know, Colorado a, is a nice place to play, uh, which a lot of them know that already, but I, I think it communicates maybe uh, a slightly different direction that the, the team could be going in. And, and yeah, two years, the perfect amount of time, maybe a little bit more for on the annual salary to get them there, but shouldn't certainly shouldn't break the bank and, and still allow them to add, you know, another piece, whether that's bringing back John Gray, a big bat in the outfield. Same can be said for the Senzatella deal, where I think he's only going to be getting about $7.5 million the next two years. Uh, probably an arbitration would have gotten closer to five, five and a half next year. So it doesn't really add a lot of additional payroll that that you were anticipating you know, previously. Yeah. Uh, and you know, when you talk about free agency and moves the, the Rockies could make, we'll throw around names as we you know, move further into the winter. But I tell you what, bottom line is um, – they they probably need two more bats and you know their outfield type bat slash dh type bat um but you need two i really believe that and and then you need you know continued growth from young players or young service time players like a connor joe i mean i don't want him to be the forgotten man because we, he missed the last month with the hamstring but he did a lot of good things yeah, and with the potential addition of the universal DH, as you said, mentioning the designated hitter spot, you know, that almost becomes the, the 27th man on the bench where previously, you know, again, it'll be a 26-man roster, but, you know, having a 
almost a starter on the bench, you know, in, in the past, like when we see national league teams, um, play in the American league ballpark, you know, they just, they have a DH and it's just really their, their, their ninth best hitter. You know, I think Ryan Spielberg was the first DH, uh, in Rockies history in the, in the 07 world series there for, we want to tie in your your colleague from AT&T Sportsnet. And so now they'll have a, of a true guy to do that that might be able to play corner outfield, maybe even spell C.J. Cronover at first base, whether that's a guy like Kyle Schwarber and, and maybe he's too rich. But if it's the off season, season and we're going to speculate, we might as well have fun and say, hey, why not Kyle Schwarber? Well, <laughs> Patrick, you've heard me say this before, whether it's you and I visiting on the field or on, on your podcast. Um, I'm a huge Kyle Schwarber fan. Um, the problem may be not not that he's too rich because I don't think Kyle Schwarber is one of these guys going to get a five year you know hundred million dollar deal type of thing, uh, but it may be the fact that he performed so well between Washington and Boston that you know he has familiarity there. Boston wants him back. I mean the allure of playing at Fenway Park uh, for those fans that storied franchise uh, you know that, that, that's a hard one to to pull somebody away. You know, he's a Midwest kid, you know, at school at Indiana. Uh, he's, he's got great makeup. I mean, he, he's would be super in the clubhouse. Yeah. But you know, you start to put your wish list together. I think you got to recruit everybody, man. We're going back to, you know, if you're Alabama, you're Ohio state, you look at all the five-star guys, you recruit them all. Right. I think the Rockies, you know, there, there's going to be a method to their madness, but go recruit all those guys because you're not going to get every one. If you get one, then you can say, okay, we don't need that spot anymore. Let's go recruit the other guy. Yeah, got got nothing to lose. Uh, back to Senzatella, as you said, five-year, $50 million. Also a, a six-year option too. And and you know, if they even if they were to pick that up, he still becomes a free agent at the end of his age 32 season. So you know, we forget because Senzatella and Marquez have been around for so long. These guys are really young, and now, you know, Freeland's got two more years left until he reaches free agency. We'll see if there's an extension coming for him this offseason. But now, for the next two years, you have a top four in your rotation locked in of Marquez, Freeland, Senzatella, and Gomber. And then you've got – and Freeland, okay, he has two years. Well, Marquez still has another year on top of that. Gomber has another year on top of that. So you've got to – a real strong cornerstone here of, of a rotation for many years to come that again, we, 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 we knew this was going to be a down year, but that being said, even with, you know, question marks uh, around the, you know, the outfield and uh, in the lineup with a rotation that's as strong as they have right now, it really is going to keep them in just about any season. Uh, and I, and I think with that rotation, the Padres, learned that as many big names as they had guys get injured the Rockies have been very fortunate when it comes to their starting pitching rotation health in terms of major injuries you knock on wood but they need they need even more depth there they need a lot more depth there um even beyond Peter Lambert you know coming back and we'll see Ryan Rollison figures to make his major league debut next year um it's hard for them to acquire pitching but if they can go out and get that veteran guy that's, you know, on a bounce back type of thing, but's done it before the Jason Marquis, Sean Estes's of the world that, um, you know, showed up nicely for the Rockies, uh, you know, in years past, I think they probably need to explore that area as well to augment 
some of the young guys that'll be back and what they already have uh, in their established rotation. Since we're speculating, do you think, you know, this off season, maybe the Rockies could get themselves involved in a trade where again, they maybe have a surplus of outfielders or somebody comes knocking for the right guy that might be blocked, let's say uh, in the death chart. And they could get one of these, you know, dinged up, Pitchers, maybe that's on a you know, final year of, of team control or young pitcher, or would it be a bullpen piece that you you get in a trade? Do you think we might see them a little more active than normal on the trade market this offseason? I think potentially, and I think that's you know another area where I'm sure Billy Schmidt has his own vision. And you have to remember that uh, you know players, young players, can you can utilize those to acquire you know, somebody who's ready-made maybe. And I don't think Billy would be afraid to do that. Um, I, I think the Rockies have not made, obviously, many deals over the last several years. Um, they've been criticized for kind of falling in love, uh, you know, too much so sometimes with their own prospects and maybe overvaluing um, some of their prospects. But I, I really do think there's going to be a new vision uh, moving forward um, as to how to assemble the best 40-man roster and one that, um, you know, can compete and compete in the near term. You know, I, I was doing a lot of reading today, and I know you, you do that all the time, Patrick, with, you know, some of the other clubs and, you know, how far they may be away. Um, the Rockies, to the surprise of many, um, you know, won a lot more games than they thought this year, but they're still, listen, you're a 74 win team. You are what the record says you are, as Bill Parcells uh, said, and I'm a big believer in that, but uh, they can close the gap considerably because they have that rotation. They have some nice pieces, even if story's not there, which we all assume he won't be. Um, they, they can close the gap and compete um, at the top level of the division. I believe with the right moves, um, going forward where there's some other organizations out there that, you know, they can't make enough moves in one year to say, Oh yeah, we're going to be a 90 win team next year. Yeah. And, and with those right moves, it could, I think, speed up their clock a little. Cause you know, a lot is being made of, of those guys down in, in Spokane and Fresno and even in the complex league, you know, they, they, they won their uh, league. And so you've got a lot of success at the minor league level and you could say, eh, you know, Maybe it's, it's going to be another four years until we see those guys. So maybe that's really when you contend. And I think there's truth in that. But with, with this rotation the way it's been and with the right moves and, shoot, they're starting off uh, with, a, with a bit of a hot streak, maybe you can speed that clock up and things turn right like in this season. It, you know, if you had a couple more wins on the road, you know, maybe people are talking about the Rockies as, as a wild card. Not a world beater. They're not going to be, you know, taking on the – 106 plus win Dodgers and, and Giants. That's almost an impossible feat, but you can have uh, a team that is uh, contending for one of the two wild cards. Yeah. And who knows if it's more than that, right? I mean, the last day of the year was, was tremendously exciting. I think uh, you like me were hoping that there was a three or four way tie in the American league. Cause that would have been fascinating. It didn't happen. Boston's playing New York tonight. Uh, but there may be after this CBA, maybe there's an extra wild card, which, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. It keeps more fan bases involved in July and August and into September because your team still has a chance, right, to get in the tournament. 
We brought you damn good beer, and now we're delivering to you damn good beef. Hassle Cattle Company is the absolute best source for farm-to-table Wagyu beef in the entire country. They ship all over the USA and straight to your door. Not bad for a fourth-generation cattle farm out of Texas. Hassle Cattle Company call their beef the blue-collar Wagyu. Why? Because it's the best damn Wagyu that every human being can afford. Yes, it's affordable. Hassle Cattle Company offers Wagyu smoked sausage, New York strip, beef bacon, Wagyu frank without any fillers, two jerky flavors, original and sweet and spicy. Not only do we love our beef at DNVR, but the DNVR bar loves the beef. It's what we serve our community down on Colfax in York. It's because Hassle Cattle Company takes their registered bulls and breeds them with Angus cows, giving you that very high prime product that is grown with zero antibiotics and hormones. So head to HassleCattleCompany.com, H-A-S-S-E-L-L, CattleCompany.com, and use promo code DNVR10 for 10% off your entire order. That's DNVR10 for 10% off. Oh, and orders over $200? Well, you receive free shipping. Check them out, and we promise you will not be disappointed. Once you're finished smoking your meats, head on down to Solus Meds for their smoking hot October deals. Their premier dispensary is always hooking it up. Seriously, they always have incredible deals for every single month at any of their four convenient Colorado locations. Check out the Solus Meds in Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge. There's two in uh, downtown Denver off Broadway. There's one just blocks away on East Colfax from the DNVR bar, right where we work. It's fantastic. Solus Meds is hooking you up for the entire month of October with 25% off Dixie Gummies, their Solace Bars, new Solace Sticks, 1906 Drops. They've got a lot of different options. And if you head into any location, you can actually get a free Solace Bar. These are delicious, trust me. Or King Cone when you mention the DNVR20 code. That's any location of Solace Meds. Head in and mention the DNVR20 code to receive 20% off and get a free Solace Bar or King Cone. Remember, there's 25% off my highlight extractions. Summit, those 1906 drops, they've got a lot of different options to give you some discounts. And you know what? If you don't have any time to waste, you can actually view their online menu ahead of time. You can order online and then just pick it up at any of their four convenient Colorado locations at your convenience. Just head to solacemeds.com, S-O-L-A-C-E, meds.com and purchase there and mention code dnvr20 to save that 20 percent well we love saving you money and we love companies trying to save the world yes ball aerospace and technology have been practicing diversity and inclusion for years while major companies all around the world just talk about it as a workplace idealism that's because their culture of belonging has been noticed by the human rights campaign they have a corporate equality index score of 100%. 100. Can't get any higher than that. Objectively, your background, whatever it may be, even if you're from New Jersey, that will not prevent you from succeeding there. You are free to be your authentic self. Once you work at Ball, there are lots of groups to join, to represent your unique background if you want to meet people, reach new career heights, get support. Ball supports groups like the Society of Women Engineers, and many others. Right now, they're looking for people who have 
technical and mechanical skills to help them manufacture aluminum cans and bottles, which they've been doing for a long time. It's an iconic brand. They're doing big things there at Ball, and you can be a part of something bigger than yourself. So text GOLDEN to 77222, and you'll get linked to open positions. You can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. That's jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN or simply text GOLDEN to 77222. Well, Wednesday, we've got the National League wildcard game. Two teams I know you've seen up close and personal, as have I. It's a pretty good matchup. Cardinals-Dodgers, great history, much like the Rockies-Excuse uh, me, Red Sox-Yankees matchup is fantastic. And you've got Adam Wainwright against Max Scherzer. I mean, that's about as good of a wildcard game, I think, as you could get. Yeah, and Wainwright's been a revelation this year. I mean, it's not like... Max Scherzer's a spring chicken. He's only, you know, he's only a few years younger than uh, than Wainwright. But Wainwright's now signed a seventeen and a half million dollar deal to come back next year and throw to Yadi Molina for their three hundred sixth time on, you know, coming up this week and then you know down the road. I, I think it's a great thing. Nobody, you know, he's pitched as well as anybody. Max Scherzer's last two in the regular season, one against the Rockies, and his next one were not real good. It's still Max Scherzer, um, you know, scary for the Dodgers uh, in that we know how good they are. I still say it's the best 40-man roster or certainly 26-man roster I've ever seen. There's a lot of people in baseball uh, that have seen uh, a, a ton of baseball over the years that concur with that or that's their line of thinking individually, but they could get beat. I, I think the Dodgers win that game. Uh, I, I think they find a way to win that game, even without Max Muncy. Uh, but uh, the the Cardinals are drawing the analogy to the 07 Rockies by the way they finished, winning 19 out of 20. Yeah, either way you go, you're going to feel good about that pick. I, I also like the Dodgers in this game. Like you said, it's, it's Max Scherzer. It's the same thing with Clayton Kershaw on the hill in the postseason. You know, he, he struggled to get it done up until – you know, last year you could argue. And so you go, eh, Scherzer hasn't been very good in the postseason, but, or excuse me, Kershaw hasn't been good in the postseason, but it's Clayton Kershaw. And so you got to say the same thing about Max Scherzer. Um, you know, with Wainwright, again, a guy who's, you know, is it, do you feel like he is a Hall of Fame caliber guy or is he just on the edge and, and, and maybe not? Do you know, like for, this is this is not – studying any of the numbers i don't have anything in front of me because you just you know it just asked the me numbers that. don't help that's the other piece is that i don't think the numbers actually help Wayne right because he's he's been injured a little bit here and there and he was a closer for a while so the numbers might not even back it up i think he would fall into the hall of very good i think he falls into the hall of very very good uh but i haven't you know studied the numbers and some of the advanced stuff uh he's had a heck of a career you know, he came. Listen, he he came to prominence closing games as a kid uh, in 06, right? So I remember that curveball to Carlos Beltran. I remember right? that one pretty yeah, well. Yeah, he locked he locked them up. You and I both remember that. Um, he's had a heck of a career, and I think it's okay. You know, we always talk about the Hall of Fame. It's okay to have a you know really really good career that's not maybe Hall of Fame worthy. 
I don't think Adam Wainwright goes home at night and go, boy, I'm a little embarrassed. You know, I'm getting toward the end, and I don't think I'm a Hall of Famer. Shoot, guy's been great, been really good. Yeah, he he doesn't have to worry about picking up a a, a tab for a meal in St. Louis anytime no. soon. No, and if, he does, and if he does, he can afford it. This is true. Yes, he's 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 getting paid pretty well. Yeah, Dodgers have such great depth. Muncy's looks like he's going to be out, and then you look on the bench and you go, all right, well, you can put Chris Taylor just about anywhere and, and move some guys around. You've got Gavin Lux, who was a Rookie of the Year candidate coming to this season. Um, and, oh, yeah, you've got a future Hall of Famer in Albert Pujols that, you know, in a pinch might be able to get the job done over there at, at first base. And so that depth is going to be uh, a huge part. And, yeah, nine innings, that's it. They could be done or they could go on to win it all. And it's it's about that that depth that they have, particularly in the postseason because the Giants – They've got some depth, but that took a, a, a hit when Brendan Belt, you know, got hit by a pitch at, at Coors Field his last game there. So the depth is going to be the biggest piece, I think, this whole postseason. The They're game sevens, right? They're game sevens. And I think it's going to be fascinating uh, how it's managed. Anytime there's a game seven, it's always fascinating how it's managed. But usually, uh, you know, a game seven comes – after six games, right? And, and you, you know, who's available, who's not. Madison Bumgarner famously, you know, Giant fans got so much more out of him. Giant organization got so much more out of him on one day rest than anybody ever could have imagined, right? Uh, but you have two guys who are iconic figures on the mound. And what if in the third inning it's evident that, that Scherzer's you know, not throwing the ball as he's done all year. And it's more like his last two. If you're Dave Roberts and Mike Schiltz in the same situation, because there's that trust factor, because you have the, you know, one of the great veterans who's got the long and distinguished resume out there. But what if Wainwright's, you know, not sharp and getting knocked around a little bit? When do you pull the trigger? It's easier to pull the trigger on the young phenom or the guy who's 27 and go, yeah, it's just not his day. I'm going to, I'm going to make a move. But now it's a little different when you're talking about guys who are the ilk of Max Scherzer and Adam Wainwright. It's going to be one of those interesting, you know, things to follow on Wednesday. If it, if it looks like it's getting sideways at all. You bring up the managers and that's, that's the last thing I, I want to touch on is that I, the matchups with the managers, I, I've never really been too interested in, in thinking about that stuff kind of behind the scenes of the decision makers. But sure, you've got Mike Shilton and, and Dave Roberts, you know, two great, you know, generals right there, head to head in the in the NL wildcard in the American League, Aaron Boone and and Alex Cora. They've they've got a lot of history, both as representatives of those teams when they played. And then of course, uh, we also have in the division series Tony LaRusso and Dusty Baker. And you go, oh man. Just, just what, seeing what the managers do this postseason is an event and is an angle in and of itself to keep your eye on. Yeah, uh, I, I think managers pay off over the long haul. Yeah. The, the 162-game season, you know, directing the ship as opposed to a football coach that may be able to X and O their way to a, uh, to a victory or, or – gamble and go for it fourth and two and, and come up with the right, you know, play that, that keeps a drive alive and ultimately allows you to win a ball game. Uh, you know, when you come down to one game, we're going to celebrate, oh man, Dusty 
pinch hit uh, so-and-so in this situation, the guy hits one off the wall and drives in two runs where he could just very as easily have punched out or hit a pop-up and it didn't work out. So that's more arbitrary for me when we start breaking down, okay, who's which manager has the upper hand when the Dodgers and Dave Roberts take on Mike Schilt and the Cardinals. I think you evaluate again managers over a long period of time. Yeah, I, I right. I, I don't think the managers are going to be the difference, but uh, I'm just just intrigued in, in seeing the particular matchups. And you got Council and Snitker uh, with Atlanta and, and Milwaukee going head to head. And we know the Atlanta coaches. You got Walt Weiss and and Eric Young Sr. there. And so you've got a little Rockies connection on the coaching side. So I think it just makes for a, a, an interesting angle and those side-by-side shots where they show you each dugout. And you go, man, those those are, are two coaches that are very similar, uh, whether they have a lot of history together like Baker and Larusa, or um, they're, they're, they're the class of their generation of managers. That's It's just a fun angle. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll give a complete sidebar thing. I hope... Sandy Alderson's listening right now, and they give Walt Weiss a chance, uh, give him an opportunity, if nothing else, an interview. But I'd love to see Walt Weiss as the next manager of the of the New York Mets. I don't know who their candidates are. I don't know who their list is, but you know, New York. He's a New York guy. Um, he's sharp. He's bright. He's he's been a manager. He's uh, he's a guy who's a, a unifier. To steal a term we were using earlier for for Billy Schmidt, uh, I, I hope Walt gets that opportunity. Very interesting. Him, him, and Carlos Beltran seem like they could be the front runners for that position. We'll, we'll definitely have to keep our eye on that this entire off season. Uh, Drew, thanks so much for joining us. Make sure you guys are downloading and subscribing to the Drew Goodman podcast that comes out every Thursday morning. Just hit subscribe if you don't get to for a couple of days. That's quite all right because uh, it's a real good one with Bud Black kind of recapping the entire season. Make sure you're following him at Drew Goodman 42. I'm at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. Again, for Drew Goodman, I'm Patrick Lyons. Thank you for listening to the DNVR Rockies podcast. It may be the offseason, but the Rockies have some of the fans smiling with the recent news, and the folks at Green Mountain Dental Group deserve to take some credit for that. We've had several DNVR listeners switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years and make them their permanent family dentists. They're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro area, and they're extreme Colorado sports fans, just like all of us. Here's how we know. Ali Monroy, you know her from the DNVR podcast. She had her wisdom teeth yanked. It was a rough recovery, but if she didn't have the awesome friends at Green Mountain Dental Group to lean on, it would have been a lot worse. They checked up on Ali every few days, made sure she was getting the meds she needed. Speedy recovery. Our sales director, Lindsay, she had her wisdom teeth removed as well at Green Mountain Dental Group, and she said somehow, despite the fact she had her wisdom teeth removed, it was a really great experience, the best dentist experience she's actually had in her life. And yes, this was after the anesthesia wore off. So schedule a cleaning x-ray exam, and you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group. Yes, free. Tag us when you go there. Show us that you're in Green Mountain Dental Group. We love seeing that. Show how this community can support our biggest supporters. It's Green Mountain Dental Group, only 15 minutes from downtown Denver, but a million miles better than the rest.